Hey science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I'm the husband. How low can you go? Um, lower, actually. That's as low as I can go. That was pretty creepy. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good to know. So, what are we doing today, Mrs. Corbett? Today, I can't do low. Today, I can't. No, I just go flat. I can't <laughs> <do low. laughs> uh, today, we are doing, um, oh, we're going to do a couple of things. We're going to do concentration of solutions, and we're going to very quickly, before we do that, we're going to talk about limiting reactants. Okay. What's a limiting reactant? Uh, so, we're not talking about limiting reactants. We're talking about something that is called a limiting reactant. Yes. Okay. A limiting reactant is something that limits reactions. Correct. Ha-ha. Okay. So if we've got, I'm just going to use the one we used from last session. So if I've got carbon plus oxygen makes carbon dioxide. Yeah. If I have a known amount of something, so let's say I've got my one gram of carbon. Yeah. I am not going to react it with the exact amount of oxygen I need. Right. I am going to have one of my reactants in a, in limiting, so my one gram, and I'm going to have the other one in excess. Okay. Okay. So my limiting reactant will be carbon because once that's used up and reacted with the oxygen, there will be none left. Mm. But the oxygen is in excess, so that is not going to limit the reaction. So it's a bit like if you want to put sprinkles on an ice cream, you don't have the exact right amount of sprinkles you need for the ice cream. You have the right amount of ice cream, and you dip the ice cream into a vat of sprinkles, mm -hmm. and that's so how the many sprinkles you need. The sprinkles will be... Oh, the, the sprinkles are the oxygen, the carbon's the ice cream. Yes, so the carbon is... The ice cream is limited, but the sprinkles are in excess. Yes. So they might use this in in all the time. They might use this in an exam. Ice cream is sprinkles. No, they might give you the number of moles of carbon you have. Right. And you've got to work out like the number of moles of oxygen that they gave you to begin with. Right. And you've got to work out which one is in excess and which one is limited. So let's say you they you work it out and they have three moles of carbon. Yeah. And four moles of oxygen. Yeah. Which one is limited and which one is in excess? Um, I would suggest that the oxygen is limited. If you've got four moles of oxygen yeah. and three moles of carbon, but they're at a one-to-one -one ratio. Which oh, one? <laughs> yeah. Well, the carbon is limited. Exactly. Okay. So you might have to work out moles. So you might have, um, let's go with our water. So they might say you've got two moles of hydrogen and four moles of oxygen which one is limited you have two moles of hydrogen yeah and four moles of oxygen yeah that means the hydrogen is limited yeah good that i mean that's it basically because it's 2h2o yeah i do great okay um right the next part we're going to do is concentration okay i'm so concentrating concentrate i am Harder. Mm. Oh, not that hard. You'll strain yourself. Um, <laughs> what does concentration mean? Um, the amount of something in something else. Yeah, so it's the number of particles in a given volume. Mm -hmm. So when I teach students about this, I talk about my days working at SOS nightclub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember those days. <laughs> and rates of reaction. So the more concentrated the solution, the more 
reactive it is or the the higher the concentration the quicker faster the rate of reaction and so I talk about at nine o'clock when I worked at SOS in this nightclub there was about four people there it wasn't very concentrated so the room was like let's say 10 square meters big four people four particles not very concentrated however if it got to midnight there would be thousands of people in there highly concentrated lots of particles in the same volume does that make sense Yes. Okay. So uh, concentration can has two potential values. Were there ever thousands of people in SOS? Is that everything that happened? It felt like it behind the bar because the bar was yeah. tiny. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, go on. So it can be measured in two ways. It can be measured in grams per decimeters cubed. Yep. Grams per centimeters cubed. Same thing, but decimeters is a different value. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. Or it can be moles in decimeters cubed. Right. Okay. So let's say I have got one litre of water. Sure. Okay. And I plop in five grams of salt. Uh-huh. Okay. One litre uh-huh. is a decimeter cubed. Okay. One litre is a decimeter cubed. There are a thousand centimetres cubed in a decimeter cubed. And we can't call it a litre. No. We have to call it a decimeter cubed. Because it's a volume. Yeah. So... Liters of volume two, not a three D one. I what we want about? It has to be decimeters. The rules. I oh, know. I'm just yelling at chemistry again. Stop yelling at chemistry. Chemistry doesn't care for you. <laughs> <laughs> so we have three grams of salt. Yeah. In one decimeter cubed of water. So we would say the concentration of that solution is three, three to one. Three grams per to one cubed. per decimeter cubed. So it'd be three g slash decimeter cubed. Yeah. Yep. Okay. They sometimes do them in centimetres cubed. Sometimes you have to convert them. So let's say I do three grams into 200 mils or 200 centimetres cubed. Yep. Yeah. So to calculate grams per decimetre cubed, I would do two times five divided by what? Hang on. I said three grams or two grams. I can't remember. Okay, let's start. Again. Let's stick with three grams because we've got our three grams okay. of salt. So I put three grams yeah. into 200 centimeters of water. Yeah, 200 okay. centimeters cubed of water. Yeah, 200 centimeters cubed of water. Yeah. But 200 is 0.2 decimeters cubed. Right, sure. Yeah. Okay, so I would have to literally do the equation three divided by 0.2. Sure. So whenever you get given a centimetre, divide it by a thousand and it will give you the decimeters cubed. And then you literally have to do the equation. Okay. Because three divided by, remember when we had it in a decimeter, it was three divided by one is three. Yeah. Okay. So we would do three grams, get your calculator, three grams divided by 0.2. Three grams divided by 0.2. Equals. Equals 15. 15 grams per decimeters cubed. Lovely. Okay, so we've got 15 grams per decimeter cubed if we put three grams of salt in 200 centimeters cubed of water. Sure. So let's say I put three grams in two liters of water. What is the concentration? Um, 1.5 grams per decimeter cubed. Lovely. Good. So it's less concentrated because there's more water. Fantastic. Okay. Now, let's think about if I had, if I've got three grams and I've put it in two litres of water. That was 1.5 grams, you said, per decimeter cubed. That's right, in two litres of water. Okay, now if I asked you how many moles that was. 
how many moles that was okay well i've got 1.5 grams of salt per decimeter cubed yep i've got 1.5 grams of salt so to find out the um moles i need to do 1.5 over the relative atomic mass of salt oh goodness me which oh, yeah, sorry. is sorry that's quite a hard one 23 plus 35.5 50 8.5 sorry 23 plus 35.5 35.5 so 1.5 over 23 plus 35.5 equals 0.026 moles, moles per, per decimeter cubed. cubed um just so you know like the, again this is um so Doing concentration in grams per decimeter cubed, everyone has to do that as foundation. Um, but to do it in moles, that's tr uh, that's that's higher tier. Use back triple. to your triangle again. It is exactly that. It's simple yeah. maths, really. If you know if you know the equations, you've just got to be able to kind of like visualize which bit you're at, which bit you need. Yeah. So whether you're doing your dividing or your multiplying. Yeah. It's, the the it's, kind of cool thing about. Um, uh, if you want to do moles in triple, you would do in a solution, you do moles equals volume times concentration of that solution. And then that will give you the number of moles you had. Like to begin with. Um, I didn't listen to any of that. Okay, that's just another equation <laughs> for, the, for the triple kids. Um, it's also worth noting as well, sometimes you get a bottle, like let's say of HCl, and it just says one and a capital M. So the capital M means moles per decimeter cubed. So that bottle of hydrochloric acid would have one mole per decimeter cubed. And it would just say one capital M. That's just one M, it, one mole per decimeter cubed. Because you need to know the concentration mm -hmm. of it. Yeah, so, so concentration... So if it had one big M, that's, that's hydrochloric acid in water. Yes. Always in water. Yes, aqueous. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're nearly always, they have to be dilute. So so they're nearly always aqueous. They're always in solution acids because um, they need to be able to ionize. They can't ionize unless they're in solution. Um, that's it, really. That's all pretty much higher apart from grams per decimeter cubed. So in the exam, you are highly likely to get given it in centimeters cubed divided by a thousand to get it to decimeters cubed. Cool. That's, that's right. it, really. Wicked. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.